Today, I'm talking with my good friend and client Val from Valerie Levine Life. Valerie is a teacher of health, wealth, and mindfulness, and a lover of travel and chocolate. Through her Women's Empowerment Podcast and Make a Habit Mentorship Program, she empowers women to create healthy habits so that they can become the best version of themselves and transform their lives. Val and I met in the Make Lemonade Coworking Membership about a year and a half ago, and since then we've worked on so many projects together and become friends. I want to give her credit for helping me set up this podcast. Val has a successful show already, and so I asked her a lot of my editing questions and equipment questions and all the things as I was creating this show. All my gratitude to Val for being open and always willing to help. In this episode, Val and I talk about savoring your favorite parts of your business through rituals and habits, as well as how to make small changes to have a big impact. Listen for more after the jump. You're listening to the Aligned Action Podcast, the show that helps baffled beginners and even experienced entrepreneurs set intentions, attract ideal clients, and make meaning and money using real-life examples, an interactive teaching style, and in-episode experiences. I'm your host, Chantel, an educator-turned-web designer and aligned business mentor at Clear Quartz Creative. Together, we'll get past your playing small patterns and transform your all-over-the-place ideas into exciting possibilities so you can get the clarity you want, have the alignment you need, and embody the steps to grow your business your way. So take a deep breath, settle in with intention, and let's get into today's episode. Well, I'm so glad you're here. Let's get right into talking about your vision. If it were to be represented in a candle scent, what would that candle be called? My candle scent would be called Wanderlust Wind. You've always got that travel inspired kind of feel. I like it. Yeah. You know how I live for those boho, you know, travel vibes. Yeah. I don't know exactly what that would smell like because you also know that I'm really into scents. But there's going to definitely be a lot of elemental things involved with that actual scent. (laughs) And take a moment now to look around where you're recording. What is the first object that comes to mind that reminds you of or represents your ideal client? And tell us why. So I don't know if it's because we're talking about candles, but there is a candle on my desk. (laughs) Yeah, this reminds me of my ideal client because... My ideal client knows that they have a purpose and they know that there is something that they are meant to do and their light is meant to shine. However, they need someone to light that wick. They need someone to to inspire them. Yeah, to ignite them. So this is where I come in, right? They might feel stuck and they might not know where to start. So I help them light their wick and inspire them to do the work. I'm sure we'll talk about today (laughs) to burn a little brighter and really become the best version of themselves. Oh, that's so wonderful. I actually have two. I'm pretty much surrounded by plants right now. And I think this is so important to who my ideal client is because each of my clients is very unique and very beautiful all in their own way. When I look around at the plants, I have a polka dot plant. I have this little watermelon plant. I have a spider plant. They all look completely different. And yet they are so incredible in their own unique way. So this most represents my ideal client in the way that 
as much as they are beautiful and that they can kind of stand out on their own, they still need a lot of nurturing, right? Mm -hmm. So where I come in is I provide them with the nutrients, the soil, the sunlight. I talk to my plants all the time. I always talk about positive self-talk with my clients and really talking to your plants and being kind to your plants as well as talking to yourself is also so important. So I help facilitate that as well. And this is what helps them grow. This is what helps them thrive. And in that growing and thriving sense, I know that's really related to your mission statement. If you could take only one action per day that would help you get closer to achieving that, what action would that be? I'd have to say the one action that I would take would be daily meditation and mindfulness, some sort of mindfulness practice of stillness to to be more open and to be more receptive to receiving things like downloads and ideas and, you know, what path to take next and listening to that, not just hearing it, but (laughs) taking action on it. And I feel a little bit called out right now because this is something that I keep saying I'm going to do and I'm not doing. So, and I know, and it's funny because we know, we know what we're supposed to be doing. Absolutely. So I've heard you talk so far in this episode about growth, about nurturing, about getting receptive and getting more open. And I imagine that those all link in with your brand values. Can you tell us what your brand values are and how you live those every day? I have a few. Let's start with honesty. With honesty, I feel this is an important value because it's about getting to the root of obstacles and limiting beliefs that we all have within us. And when we are using this value or how this value shows up is by asking and answering some really deep and honest questions. Now, I always say that I'm a compassionate coach, but I am an honest coach and I'm going to tell you like it is and be very open and upfront and honest with my clients. And I return, I expect the same in return. I'm sure that it's important too, that the clients are honest with themselves because that's so key when, when setting up new habits. Absolutely. And that's where, when I'm asking the questions, they're tough questions to answer, but the more honest you can be, the more success you're going to have moving forward, because that's really, that's really how it happens. And then another really important value, especially with habits, is simplicity. So I know you're nodding along like, yes, we need it to be easy. So simplicity is something where I always say that healthy can be simple. It really can. Simple changes go a long way. And the systems within my own business and the way that When people want to work with me, I simplify this as much as possible. And within that, each unique person that I'm working with, our time together is also meant to be getting really clear and just sticking to the deeper conversation of what we're doing and not getting off the topics of the simple habits that we're focusing on. Like we focus on what's working versus all the things that are not working, right? Stick to keeping it simple. Unless changes, lifestyle changes are going to be simple, often people are not going to either have the buy-in to implement them or they're not going to have the motivation to upkeep that habit. So simplicity totally is key for sure. 
Oh my goodness. I think it's incredible because people will start working with me and they'll have an idea of what, what habit they want to do in their mind. And they have this elaborate morning routine, for example. <laughs> right. And I laugh and I like think four hours long. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, wow, like, that's a great goal to work up to, but let's start with five minutes or two minutes. How can we simplify is basically the question that I tend to ask a lot, especially in the beginning. Another value would be consistency. So the key to making lasting change. Okay. So not just change, but lasting change is consistency and with habits and as a coach and a content creator and a podcast host, I show up for my community consistently. And this is the same for getting the results we want with our habits. So not only is my business value and consistency, but also with the client and they're consistently showing up for themselves, doing the work, doing the habit. And again, it's simple. It's one foot in front of the other most of the time. And it's the consistency that helps us get to that uh, destination. I'm guessing just from what I know about your clients from having worked with you one-on-one, but also from my own clients, like consistency is the main reason why they're reaching out to you in the first place, because they haven't managed to achieve that consistency on their own, right? Is there somewhere that you start with that? Like you're kind of like a number one tip for consistency, or do you find that it is really different for each person? It's definitely going to be different for each person. However, I find tracking habits really good because you're seeing it either on an app or in a journal or on a piece of paper that you stuck to your fridge and you're kind of excited to check the box or to add the sticker in. And then you want to just keep that line going or keep those boxes checked each day. I mean, it's going to be different for everyone. Not everyone likes putting stickers on a piece of paper. I mean, I know that I like that. I I love me some stickers. (laughs) That's how I got hooked on yoga the first time was at what used to be called Moksha. I I did the 30-day challenge and I went for the little sticker in my book and I still have the book with all the little stickers. It's very motivating for me. It's incredible. I have, I was subscribed to a ton of apps and they say like, oh, the challenge this month is if you do five, if you show up five times this month to this app, you get a a gold star. And I'm like, I need that gold star. (laughs) I need to do it five times. (laughs) And then I have one more value Mm -hmm. and that value is creativity. So I mentioned before when I was talking about plants that each of the people that I work with is very unique. And the way that I help my clients is by solving their problems creatively and building new habits, new rituals. So I really enjoy the creative process, being able to work with the different people, but also in how I create my content, all thanks to you and and helping me with my branding. But I know that it's kind of this ability of mine to help share and connect with people in a really creative way. And a lot of the times we like the candle, like the plants, we have most of the things we need. We might just need a new perspective, right? We might just need someone to, to spark a new idea or to shine a light in this new path and think, oh, I didn't think of it that way. Oh, I didn't think I could put stickers on my sticker book. (laughs) I didn't think that would be something that I could do, or I didn't know that I could simplify it. And so getting creative with solutions, getting creative with how I teach the material and the content, that's a huge part of my business and my values. I love that. We've, we've got the breakdown of honesty, simplicity, consistency, and creativity. What I love about hearing you talk about them is how deep those go for you, how much they show up in like your client work, in your content, in 
everything that you do, that they're not just words that you wrote down on an exercise one time, you're really living them every day in your business and they get to, you know, evolve, grow, adapt with you, which is really cool to hear. Thank you. Uh, I heard you mention when you were talking about creativity, the little differences that you can make in your daily routines. And I think that Aligned Action listeners would love to hear some of those ideas or the concept of little differences to create big change. Can you tell us about creating more balance and being intentional and a little bit more about those habits and rituals that you help people with? I geek out with all of this stuff. So I'm very excited that you asked this question. Essentially, what I like to remind people is that we are already doing a lot of different habits every day. We are already taking small actions that are seemingly insignificant. However, after a week or a month or six months or however long we've been doing these actions, they will lead to some sort of results. They will lead to some sort of change and transformation. And that doesn't always mean it's a good thing. So we have good habits, we have bad habits, we have kind of neutral habits, I usually call them. And what we want to start doing is becoming more mindful about what we're actually doing every single day and making little differences to our existing routines and making them maybe a little bit more of a ritual. Meaning for me, what that means is creating more of an intention doing something more mindfully with more purpose than just doing it because we've always done it and it's become so automatic. So we'll just kind of brainstorm a few here for entrepreneurs. But when you're considering what this would look like for yourself, think about the things you're already doing that light you up and keep reminding you of your passion for your business. So what are the parts of your business that you really love doing? And can you live in those moments a little bit longer? Can you sit with that activity or the space between? I always feel really inspired after I have a podcast conversation when I'm hosting a show, I get really excited. Maybe instead of just rushing to edit it or rushing to the next part of my day, the habit could be, sitting with my journal and writing out gratitudes after that episode or writing out ideas after communicating with that person. So we'll have these opportunities to expand on and make these moments in our business more of a ritual. Being more intentional would be a great place to start. Again, it can be in a specific thing you're already doing, or it could be starting your workday or your day with setting an intention. How do you want to feel that day? If you know that you have a podcast interview, how do you want to show up to that interview? If you know you have a ton of client work in front of you, how do you want to tackle that client work? How do you want to feel? And again, that's a really small difference we can make in just deciding in the morning, this is how I want to feel and then moving forward with that. Another thing that is a small and again, very seemingly insignificant action that we can take is creating mindful transitions. So as entrepreneurs, we wear a ton of different hats. Okay. I know for myself, I am the podcast host, the editor, the creator. I am the administrator. I am the photographer. (laughs) I'm the social media manager. I'm all the things. And it can be exhausting, you know, especially if you have, yeah, if you haven't blocked off the day of like, this is just podcast day. This is just content creation day. Because as much as we want those days to be those days, something always comes up. An email always pops in or a fire we need to put out, right? Instead of just 
checking off the boxes of the to-do list instead of just reacting to the email that came in. Take that time in between those activities, in between interactions with people to have a moment of transition. So right before we were going to speak on this podcast, I took a big breath. I put on my essential oils. I transitioned into the space that I wanted to be present. I wanted, I made sure like all my devices were off and all that too. But again, just taking a moment to, to breathe, to find a little bit of stillness and then, okay, now I'm going to this next thing. After the podcast episode, I'm going to be in front of a lot of people teaching this evening. So I'll also take another transition before that and prepare myself for a lot more talking and being in front of people. Even the little transitions when we're coming from the office to home, or if you're working from home, moving from from one room to the next room, moving from emails to interacting with your family or the people in your home. I feel like this is a lost opportunity when we don't take that transition, because sometimes we can be so frustrated from something we read or we saw, or we had to deal with. And then because we're working from home, we just turn to our partner and all of a sudden the work spills out onto that relationship or that conversation. And that's not really our intention that we set from the beginning of the day. Setting intentions, mindful transitions between activities and and interactions. And then lastly, and I think I mentioned this a little bit earlier, was the importance of tracking. Yeah, when we talked about stickers. So really making that difference or making that habit of measuring and tracking your daily habits, just like you would your finances or your sales calls or the other goals that you have in your business. So as entrepreneurs, I think we're so set on finding the numbers and making sure that we reach our goals. But remember that a lot of the times, those small habits that we're creating bring us closer to our goals. So are we doing the small actions? Are we taking that time to track And the way that I do this is with a monthly accountability meeting. So when I'm tracking my finances, when I'm tracking how many times I went out of my comfort zone, when I'm tracking how many sales calls I had, or how many interviews I did that are speaking engagements I did that month, I'm also looking to see, did I set intentions every day? Did I feel like I I completed those mindful transitions? Was I able to separate work from my life and create more of a balance? These are things that we want to consider that are supporting the other goals, supporting the more quantifiable, measurable goals in our business. Wow, there is so much there. I feel like everyone's going to need to just tap back on the little 30 second thing like several times to be able to really take all of that in. You are just such a wealth of knowledge and inspiration on this topic. I love watching you inspire people with this. We both have this this habit concept in common in that we've both read The Power of Habit and Atomic Habits and all the books and Compound Effect. And like our reading list is really similar, but where I've just tried to apply it in my own life for myself and maybe a little bit in my content, you've really launched like full into helping people create this change for themselves. I'm curious, like which habits do you have that you feel have like helped you come up to this point, which have been the most impactful habits in your life and business? I would say positive mindset has been so important. I could cry right now, but it was a very emotional morning, actually. I can't tell you how important it is to say nice things about yourself every single day. 
it's so funny that we're talking about this because I started this type of habit years ago and I can't remember why or how I started this. I would walk by myself and I would wink at myself in the mirror. I would tell people to do this. When you see yourself in the mirror, just give yourself a wink. Like, hey girl, what's up? (laughs) I would do this all the time. Sometimes people would catch me and I'm like, yeah, you don't wink at yourself in the mirror. Like you don't give yourself a nod when you see yourself. Like you're doing great things. You're here. You're showing up. You're, You're doing the work. Sometimes we need this motivation and it can't come from other people. It can't come from a book that we read. It can't come from something we saw on Instagram. I mean, sometimes it does. We've read a ton of books. I love all the books that I know that we've shared together, but sometimes it's ourselves. It's our ourselves that we need to to remind ourselves of that, hey, we can do this and we've done this before. And it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. It matters what we think about ourselves. So we have to keep positive with that. So definitely positive self-talk. And I think that habit has really transitioned and evolved in its own way. So started with a wink, kind of went into a little bit of affirmations and meditation. Now it's like when I talk to my plants, I say nice things to them, but I also am saying nice things to myself at the same time. Like, yeah, I am a good plant mom. Yeah, I do have a green thumb and (laughs) that kind of thing. And honestly, it doesn't have to be related to your business. It just has to be for you. And no one else has to know that you do this. It's it's strictly for you and, and your relationship with yourself. And I think this has been huge because the most important relationship you have in this world is the one you have with yourself. That's the one you need to nurture. That's the one you need to put first and focus on. And uh, that's a huge lesson to learn that not everyone learns the easy way. (laughs) But if I could help one person listening to this right now, then yeah, that's definitely one of the habits. For those of you who are listening and don't know this about me, I'm also a Pilates teacher and I've been in the health and wellness world for a very long time, even before I became a coach. I have a lot of different habits around healthy eating and movement. And even though it's not perfect, (laughs) that's for sure. I love uh, donuts and chocolate, (laughs) but um, I know, right? When people are like, no, I don't eat donuts. I'm like, "Mm, something's not right. (laughs) You know, daily movement and whatever that looks like for you and nourishing your body with foods that make you feel good and hydration. All those really simple, what I like to call foundational habits, rest, like I make a point of taking care of my body because when you don't feel good, you can't help other people, right? You're focused, you have to be focused on your healing before you can help others. So yeah, I would say mindset, positive mindset and self-talk and taking care of your physical health as well. So mental and physical health. Yeah, I agree with you. Those are so important. A couple of episodes back, I talked about how no like trust means more than you think. And I love what you were saying about that, about developing that personal relationship with yourself. And that spin on it of the positive self-talk is absolutely a way to build up how much you like and trust yourself. And it sounds like you've got some great systems in place to have really developed that relationship over time. And that shows in the business that you've created and just the way that you show up because we started this call and I (laughs) gave you the disclosure that I was feeling kind of rattled and, you know, a little bit into our call and I feel totally different. My energy is different. And that is you know, a result of some of the intention and the positivity that you bring into, into any space that you're in. I know you do that with your make a habit mentorship and let's chat a little bit about that. You help not just business owners, you help people in general to establish 
personal habits that or business habits that they have been struggling to implement on their own. Does that sound about right? Yeah, absolutely. It's called Make a Habit Mentorship. And it's a program that you helped me create not too long ago. It's a one-on-one customized approach to creating habits that you're actually going to stick to. And part of this process and this program is going through different questions and having conversations together and really, again, simplifying what habits that we're focusing on. What I find most incredible is that every time I work with a new person, it is a completely different experience, which is why I find so much power and transformation in the one-on-one approach to it. Because with this program, you're really able to find what works best for you, you know, in conversations like this one, and as well as the content that I share on my, on both my podcast and my Instagram, you know, there are lots of takeaways. I love step-by-steps. I love something tangible that you can try, but how many times do you have to try what they said on Instagram, what you heard on a podcast, what you heard in someone's stories, et cetera, et cetera before you realize that you need something different, you need that deeper support, the questions that are really going to get to your limiting beliefs and rewrite the script of your negative self-talk to get you to where you want to be. Because more often than not, that whole, I want to stop eating sugar, or I don't want to drink wine anymore, or I'm tired of showing up every day for my audience and not making sales. Those habits have a way deeper meaning or a way deeper block than we think. And sometimes it takes having a real conversation with someone like myself, who's going to help you get to that deeper meaning. And we're going to really remove those blocks. We're going to start the habits that you've always wanted to start and actually stay consistent with them. Because I can raise my hand for sure when I ask like how many people have started a habit and have done really well for maybe seven days, 20 days, 30 days, and then all of a sudden it drops. We don't have that habit anymore. And a lot of the times it has to do with yes, consistency, which we talked about, but also accountability and those limiting beliefs that we didn't even realize were holding us back. We didn't even realize that the reason why I'm not doing habit Y is because I haven't done habit X first. I didn't even know I had to do habit X. Well, guess what? Not only once you do habit X, you're going to be able to do habit Y, but you're also going to be able to complete habit Z. And It's like this whole other um, opportunity opens up for you. This whole other life, this whole other path to your vision comes into fruition. And you're like, yes, this is what I needed to do. This small thing is what I needed to do to bring me to where I want to be. So that's what I do. I help people remove those blocks, create those new habits, create those new rituals, understand what they need to focus on and how they need to get to that point. And we do that in the Make a Habit Mentorship Program. And it's a month-long long program with the opportunity to continue on, or some people are happy with a month on, a month off, and come back again. What's most exciting to me about this offer that you have is that it is one-on-one. Like often we call something a program and it's this big group thing and you're just going to group calls and like you have to show up with questions and you know, you're just part of this part of this larger group, but it's mostly self-directed. But what I think is really unique about yours is that it's one-on-one coaching and there is no group involved. It's just you and your client. So you get to be able to get to know them so well 
and guide them in, you know, maybe they're setting the wrong habit and that's why it's not working for them. Or maybe they haven't customized it enough to their lifestyle, or it's just not the right time to be building this kind of habit into their life. And so you get to help them redirect that and really create that impact, which I think is like the unique thing about this service that you offer. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for recognizing that. I receive I received these lovely, lovely yeah. compliments. It's true because I recently did kind of a mock-up behind the scenes of the Make a Habit Mentorship Program that I shared on social media. Again, as for your wonderful idea, what I did was I created a bunch of questions and I had the audience or the community on Instagram interact with these questions to help build this fake client or this um, mock-up client, this pretend situation and scenario. And the part that I found so difficult was I kind of got stuck around week one and week two out of four because I was like, well, no, this is the part of the program where we get really specific. And because I'm not actually working with a specific client and I'm pulling from all these different people with all these different ideas, I think, okay, well, I'm going to offer more options. But really in the one-on-one, -on -one, the difference is that it's less about me telling you what to do or like giving you suggestions. And it's more me asking questions that starts to pull out the ideas, pull out what's working, pull out your uniqueness and what works for you and how you're going. And, and what's really cool is that at the beginning of the program, you know, I have sort of an idea of what I'm going to ask you, depending on what you're coming to me with in terms of habits but it completely unfolds in a new way with every client and it becomes very specific to that person. So as much as I loved the mock-up and taking people behind the scenes and saying, yeah, like this is the exciting part where we ask this question and we get to know this and we remove this block and this is what you can look for. And I'm getting all excited about it, but it misses the mark in the uniqueness. It misses the mark in the, the customization. So it's definitely a huge part of that is the one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. I mean, we all have access to all of the information. Like you said, you can read all the books and go through all of the Instagram posts and watch all of the inspirational stories. And all of that information is one thing, but actually putting it into practice for you is another thing. And I think we all have that overwhelm of all of those potential inputs for ideas. You know, we're bombarded with messaging about morning routines. I think it's the question I get asked most often, honestly, is like, what's your morning routine? As though it's going to give people some kind of like roadmap for themselves. And I'm like, honestly, I don't even have one. Like I'm not a morning routine kind of person. It's not the key to your success as an entrepreneur, much as the marketing teams of many authors would like to tell you, it's not necessarily like that for everyone. So I hear what you're saying mm -hmm. that that general, like it loses something in the generality. It's a little bit more magical when it's specific to you. And what books will tell you if you're not a morning person, don't try to start a new habit in the morning. So with that signature offer with the make a habit mentorship, it is the main way that people can work with you one-on-one -on -one after diving into all of your awesome free content on Instagram and in your podcast. And so it features really prominently on your website. When we worked on that together, we built a full page for make a habit mentorship that really walks people through what they are probably currently feeling and then what they're going to experience while working with you and what kind of results that they can create. How does that page on the website feel to you? It's been a while that it's been live now. 
how does, uh, what kind of feels does that page give you now? Yeah, you know what? I really like it. I really like that it's something where I didn't know how to market this on my own. I didn't know how to say to people, work with me. It's going to be great. You're going to have a great time. It's different. I can't really explain it to you because everyone has this different experience. And you really helped bring my vision and what I offer with people into more of this tangible, really digestible sales page, basically. I like that, you know, it's probably a little bit more writing than the other pages that I have. However, I think that this is so important when it comes to a sales page because people are making an investment in you and people are making an investment in themselves and they really want to understand the nitty gritty. They want to understand what they're going to get from this. They want to understand the emotions behind everything and whether they realize that or not, that's part of all of it. It's an invitation is how I look at it. It's not a, you need to do this. If you're feeling like this and you want to change your life, it's this, Hey, I've been here. I know how this feels. It totally sucks, but it doesn't have to. And this is how we can work together. And it's, it, it, that's what it is like working with me. I find, all right. I would hope is that it is more of a conversation. We're building a relationship together. I'm here to support you. I'm here to hold space for you. And there are going to be times when I'm holding your hand and there are other times that I'm just kind of clapping from the background, excited for you and cheering you on. And I feel like that's what the sales page really shares with people. I think what you're, what you're saying is like, it gives all the information without telling people, like without being pushy, without being salesy, like still evoking that important value to you of honesty, where it's giving them an honest and accurate look at what's actually going to happen behind the scenes if they choose to invest. Exactly. Thank you. Before we worked together on the website, I know that you had been doing your own branding and web stuff for a really long time. What was, what was that like for you? What was the, what were the before times like? Mm, Horrible. (laughs) So I would say I, I got my first website in 2015. So you can imagine that this was a very different time online. I knew nothing about WordPress, which is what I was working with before. I knew that like, I have a, I feel like I have a pretty good eye for design and what I think that I like, I just don't really know how to use the, the functions to make it look exactly like that. So from a designer's perspective, I feel like this was like, oh yeah, hodgepodgey. And I see what you're trying to do here, but it's not hitting the mark. Whereas I did also have a lot of people who didn't know anything about design just say, oh, I like your website. You have a great website. But over time, I noticed that it wasn't me anymore. I was changing and evolving so much as a person and as a coach. And I was really moving away from that, like being, having to be a professional. Like I think on my page before I worked with you, we had like a watch on. I don't wear a watch anymore. There was definitely a headshot with uh, like a suit jacket and like a lean back arms cross. There was, oh yeah. Like we just don't, yeah, we don't need this in our lives. Okay. Like this is not who I am. I'm wearing sweatpants and a bodysuit right now. (laughs) The, the website was not me anymore. I don't know if there was a part of me that was like trying to be that still, or there was a part of me that just didn't know who I was now to like, to make that transition, but also just the, I knew the time that it would take to make those changes in the back end. And so instead, what I did was I put a lot of my energy into my podcast, into my voice and into my Instagram page. And my Instagram page felt so much more like me. And the podcast was so organic and fun. 
I was really like becoming more of myself and, and like authenticity and just moving so much further away from that and trying to do my own branding was just, I don't even know like that. I just, I didn't know what I was doing. I was picking from things that I liked and creating my own, again, hodgepodge. But when we met, you were like, oh, I can help you <laughs> here. Let me bippity boppity boop your website <laughs> to something more aligned. And we took a lot of what I was already doing with my Instagram and we made it into the website that it is now, which I'm totally in love with. I'm excited to bring people to the space. Whereas before people would ask me if I had a website and I would cringe and I'd pull back and I'd think I do, but just go to my Instagram right now because my website's a mess or like it's under construction. I'll give it to you later. And later never came. What was really fun about working with you is that you already had been this whole boho cozy vibe going on. That was also so fun. And we got to work with that existing vibe and translate it onto your website. Like, don't be too harsh because you had a great color palette going and I'm still in awe of and envious of your ombre feed. <laughs> like the experience of going through your Instagram, just like there's such a richness of like color and experience and so immersive. Like to me, it brings me right into your world, which I love. And you had that rainbow element before we started working together. We just elevated a little bit and added the watercolor and graphic and like plant images. I really loved in our project together, how we were able to co-create together. Like we were really bringing it up to speed, bringing it up to present Val and who you are. And we were working with your ideas and, and just elevating those together, which was, which was super fun. People go to your Instagram and then go to your website and it's like, they're looking at the same person, which is, which is super cool. Yes. It was really fun to work with you. I, well, I was going to say, I would do it again. I did do it again several <laughs> yeah, we've had, times. We've had several projects together. It's a blast. It's always a blast working with you. One of the things that I personally just like admire about you is your boundaries with work. You are very busy and you do many things. That's why we've had so many projects together, but you're also really great at adjusting your boundaries as needed as you go and like being flowy about them, but also like rigid where you need to be. I'm thinking in particular, like, I know you have one day a week where you teach just like a million classes and the fact that you're still able to find time for yourself through that is so amazing and inspiring. I know that listeners to the podcast would appreciate hearing from you. Like how, how do you do that? I'm not going to say that it was always perfect because there's definitely a reason why I have created these boundaries. And I think it's because I have reached burnout before. I have felt very overwhelmed before and I still do. I mean, I still burn out sometimes. <laughs> I still am overwhelmed, but I'm very into time blocking. I am very into only saying yes to things that light me up and creating space in my schedule. And something that I've been doing more recently is blocking out time for nothing. Like I don't book anything in there. I don't book self-care. I don't book calls. I don't book anything. I just allow it to be whatever that is. So, I mean, I've tried so many different ways to be productive. I've tried people's methods. I've tried chronotypes, like what animal you are in the days. I've tried that. That actually probably is the one thing that I want to stick with a little bit more, but not what we'll get into today. <laughs> but I think the 
the important thing is, is to know your purpose or to know your intention, going back to intention. So I know that if I want to be a really great partner and boss and entrepreneur and coach and sister and all the things that I need eight hours of sleep at nighttime. And for me to get eight hours of sleep, what that means is putting my phone, turning it on airplane mode before I go to bed or as I'm getting ready for bed. What that means is that if I'm waking up at five o'clock in the morning, well, I'm going to bed earlier the night before and I'm not doing it for any other reason than I need that rest to be the best version of myself. So I'm very strict with that boundary of rest because I can't function the next day and I'm not nice. (laughs) I'll just be straight up. I'm not a nice person if I haven't slept well. So like you, I'm a manifesting generator. And so with manifesting generators, we have a lot of energy and we can do a lot of things. And for me, it's choosing what do I want to put my energy into? What activities, what conversations, what relationships? I know that I'm spreading myself too thin when I'm not showing up for teaching or my relationship with my partner or my family in a positive way. Like when I'm kind of being like bitter or like snappy with them, I'm like, ooh, something's not right. My energy is going to somewhere where it shouldn't be going. Sometimes that means saying no. A lot of times that means saying no when we used to say yes a lot. I find this is huge, especially with my podcast is called Women's Empowerment Podcast. So especially with women, I notice that we like to say yes, when we really mean no. And the only person that that is hurting is ourselves when we do that. So this is something that I practiced for a really long time is I would actually say no to everything. (laughs) Whenever something came up, I just said no instead of yes. And then eventually it became, let me get right back to you. And then the answer was either yes or no, but I had to really think about that. So yeah, I feel like it's real thinking before you reply or respond to something. I know that sounds very simple, but that's what's so perfect about this habit is that it is creating those boundaries is more simple than we think. Like the saying no, like the choosing rest over that extra Netflix episode or whatever the case may be. Knowing yourself or getting to know yourself is really important in understanding what are the things that you need. What are the things that fill your cup to be the best version of yourself at work, to be the best version of yourself at home? And you get to decide also, especially as as entrepreneurs, what balance means to us. So does it mean working a four hour day or a 40 hour week? And when we decide what our balance is, we get to create the life that we want, the schedule that we want. And that's the beauty about what we do or what we're able to do. Thank you for sharing all of that. I feel like we just got three extra bonus tips from you. (laughs) Where to put your energy. You're right. As a manifesting generator, but also just as an entrepreneur or as a person is like so important. You put energy into a couple of really intentional places for your business. So where are those places that people can find you? Well, of course, my website, which is ValerieLevineLife.com and the Women's Empowerment Podcast, which can be found on my website and also on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And you can also find me on Instagram at ValLevineLife, where we can connect a little bit more casually through stories and DMs. You can meet me more there or ask me questions. I love when people engage in my polls and and slide into the DM. So I invite you to, to check out those places. 
so good. I noticed how intentional you are with pronouncing all of those different links. Not to worry, Val. Everything will be clickable in the show notes and we'll get healthy habit seekers who are listening to connect with you. Thank you to Val for coming on the show today. And thank you to you for listening. Habits are huge in establishing the no-like trust factor with yourself, as you heard from Val in today's show. And as you also heard, they work best when you individualize them, when you tailor them to your day, your journey, your experience. Your first action step today is to take an inventory of what you already do in your day as Val suggested, and then think about what you need to measure or track to be able to implement better habits. Where are those moments of transition? Where are your opportunities to really savor the good stuff? Your second action step is to develop your own version of Val's wink to herself in the mirror. What will you start doing today to be more positive and enhance your relationship with yourself? Thank you for listening to the Aligned Action Podcast. I hope this episode has helped you take the first step to turn your ideas and insights into income. For one-on-one guidance and done-for-you solutions, visit clearquartzcreative.co to see how we can work together. If you loved this episode, please take a moment to rate and review the show. Each review helps me to help more entrepreneurs like you dig deeper and get crystal clear. Until next week, remember, you're a gem. Every intention you set and every action you take is an expression of being the brilliant business owner you already are.